and we're back for the second time. Uh, another episode of the MDM podcast. Some technical difficulties in the first one that no one will hear now, but it's back. It's we got it working. And Trevor, a Sunday edition of the show, not by not on purpose, but how you doing today, man? Selection Sunday. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing good, John. I'm telling. You, I think because we were talking about Syracuse before we had technical difficulties. You didn't like my point at Syracuse. You sabotaged it. No, no, so. the, the, the technical difficulties <laughs> were, were isolated. Nothing to do with Syracuse. But no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just messing with you, man. That, that's where we'll start because Trevor, before we were, before we cut out of the last one, voiced some displeasure about Syracuse being put in. So once again, tell us what you think about Syracuse making it. Well. I, I would say this, you know, the committee stresses quad one wins, wouldn't you agree? That's yes. the big thing that we talked about. My thing is, is that it's not so much about making it, which I don't think should be made. It's consistency. If you're going to go based off of quad one wins, then why is a one in seven quad one win team in there? Because you also have to take into account what the tournament did. They beat NC State. They lost to, to, to Virginia on a, on a fluky three-pointer. And if it wasn't for that, do you think Syracuse beats Georgia Tech? I don't know. 50-50 game. Now, we don't know. How, yeah. about the, how about this might come to a deal with me? How about yeah. Syracuse is in the tournament, but they have to play in the first four? I was expecting a play-in game. I'll give you that. But here, I actually have a stat that... I mean, don't you think that Drake at 25-4 and four should that, be that, you're, you're absolutely right. Drake at 25-4 and four in, a, in a play-in game is absolutely ridiculous. But I, 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 just look, I was actually looking it up because once you said I looked it up. All of the quad one games Syracuse played were on the road, which was the first time in college basketball history. Ma, so you know, I, I would have said that you know at the time of I would have said you know if you come to a compromise saying Syracuse makes it but they're playing, you think that's a fair yes, compromise? Yes, I think Syracuse should have been a, a, a playing team. I I mm-hmm. agree with you there, but no no problem for me. There, what are they an eleven seed now? No, yeah. maybe it's a little too high. You know who did get snubbed? I, I don't want to show any bias here. Seton Hall yes. got snubbed. I, 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 I think Seton Hall could have been a playing th- playing team. Could have been, could have been. Um, they should have been at least a standby team, if you ask me. Oh, I I agree. And it, just as the year went on, and St. John's didn't play great, but St. John's slowly and steadily buried themselves into a hole. And by the end of the year, it didn't matter what they did in the tournament; they were not going to make the tournament either way. No, and and Joe, the thing I would say is, look at you, sir. We got the 16 seasons, obviously, but we got two great playing games, two blue bloods, UCLA and Michigan State, and mm-hmm. Drake and Wichita State, both good playing games. Exactly. And I, I again, I agree with that Drake probably shouldn't have been a playing team, should have been a little better. Would you Would you say Drake at 11 in the like, swap Syracuse and Drake? Would you say that's fair? That would be fair. Even mm-hmm. Wichita State at 16 and 5. I wouldn't even accept that okay. swap. And thoughts on Rutgers at 10? Uh, I thought they sh- I thought they should have been right where they were supposed to be at ten. Okay, so I'll tell you this: Clemson's uh, not an easy opponent. No, it is not. But Rutgers deserved it. Ten Big Ten wins. Uh, didn't play too well in the tournament, but uh, when once you run into Illinois, it's tough. I'll, I'll, I'll give them yeah. that. But, and, but and to go back on Syracuse, they're playing San Diego State at twenty three and four. I mean, that, you know, that that's another tough game. That's yeah, they're not going to go far in that. But I'm looking here. I have on the TV the one seeds right now: Gonzaga, Baylor, Texas, and Illinois. Texas, yeah. I don't know about Texas, but that's because they, they won the Big 12 for the first the first time in history. They won the Big 12. So, I mean, oh, no, 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 Texas is not in the one seed. This guy no, Baylor's in, one seed. Te- Texas, this guy picked Texas to win the national championship. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know about that. I haven't done my brackets, but Gonzaga was the number one overall seed. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think out of the one seeds, Michigan was rated the lowest out of the one seed. Michigan, Michigan uh, Illinois, 
Baylor and Gonzaga. Yeah, I'd say Michigan. M- Michigan yeah. and Illinois are, are clearly the lower tier one seeds behind Gonzaga and Baylor. But I will. I had to ask you a question. Georgetown at 12. So we're talking about the Big East here. Georgetown. Ewing. W- yeah, with Ewing win the Big East. Stun. They beat Villanova. They beat Creighton. So they had a couple big upset wins in the in the Big East and ultimately won the Big East championship. So at number 12, I think that's fair? Yeah, I, I would say so, you know. A 500 team making it, I would say that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, they got to play Colorado, who's a good team. Uh-huh. But, you know, Georgetown could be a dangerous team. They're, they're hot right now. Yes. That's, and you always and you always have that. You always need that as you as you move in. But the one thing I would touch on with Baylor is, is that Baylor, that's coming off the COVID passage. No, they've been good, but they've not been as dominant as they were before. No, they haven't been dominant at Baylor. You're right on that. So, um, you know, if they don't show up at a tournament, that could possibly be an 8-9 second round upset, potentially. Right, right. I'm look, I'm just looking at some of the highlights here. North Carolina made it. They're playing Wisconsin. That'll be a good matchup. Um, yeah. No Duke this year. That's different. Duke did not have I, a good year. Look, I, I thought they deserved to be out. I didn't think they deserved to make it. No, I didn't think so either. But but it is. it's not going to be the same with Duke not there, man. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah, and, and, and you know what? Just some people were talking about saying that. Well, you know, Duke should just be in because of no. Nah, and I said, and I say, you know, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't said, work like that. Yep. If you have to go by the body work, and if the body work doesn't uh, qualify him to be in, then they're not in. Nope. So, and then the way it works on the local side, Saint Bonaventure made it. They're gonna be playing. Who do we say they're playing? LSU, who made the uh, the SEC finals today, and. Lost by one what a game point. that was. That was a fun game. There was also some pregame flares that I heard. They yes. started fighting before the game. So classic SEC there. And Iona won the MAC. You didn't get to go down there this year, right? I did not. It was unfortunate. Yeah, they were not allowed fans. But you know, Rick Pitino. Yes, he, that's always dangerous as a coach. It always. And who they are going to be playing? They're down here against Alabama. Alabama. Didn't draw a good deck of cards there. <laughs> feel I feel bad. One thing I will say about Iona, and they always known for this, and Patino is known for this too. They can't score. Yes, no, you're absolutely right. Patino's good with that. Anything else so, on the bracket? I didn't think it takes UConn. Another UConn number seven. Team. Yes, not too bad over there against Maryland. So you get Big Ten versus Big East there. I'm, just try- I'm trying to see anything else. I I missed the first half of this uh, unfortunately, so I'm trying to. Let's catch see it up. who else. Uh, Hartford got in as a local team, 16 seed. Okay. So they were gonna play Baylor. Oh, 16 Hartford versus Baylor. Okay, yep. That's a little tough matchup. Oh, that's, I, I, you say so? Yeah. Yeah, and one more thing I would say, Joe, is Winthrop as a 12 seed, a 23 and 1. You know, maybe they could have been a little higher, a 10 or a 9. Maybe. I, th- you know, you know how they are with, they don't, they, they favor the conferences. You know how that works. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying 23 and 1, you know, maybe, I'm not saying, you know, they you think it's a close game with Villanova? Yeah, well, and over, I think it's missing. I think one of their point guards, I think, mm-hmm. is out for the, the tournament. So, and they did not look good without him. So that could possibly be an upset. Well, here's the deal: we got a show Thursday. That's when we will go into the full all, all the games. We'll be doing our brackets on Thursday, and the first four is Thursday. Do we have times for Thursday? Uh, they're gonna start at. Uh, we don't know yet, but I heard the first game should be around five. Is what I heard. Five o'clock. All right. So we'll try and do our show before that. So our so our brackets are aren't invalid. But anything else on that for Thursday? Uh, no, it's just that you know I'm really looking forward to man. Yeah, me too. Down all the matchups as, uh, as you, the you want to know up. something weird? Yeah. And this has never happened to me. I have never had a dream, like sleeping dream, about a sporting event. Like I have, like March Madness is here. 
Like, it, the dream was me trying to find devices to watch all the games at once. Like, it was a bit, it, it was weird, but I've never had a dream like that, like, trying to watch a sporting event. You missed it, that's why. Yeah, you're absolutely right, yeah. And we didn't get we didn't get it last year, which we, we, we often forget. We didn't get a March Madness last year. No, and, and that's why I think there's going to be ratings are going to be very high this year. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And we didn't get a March Madness last year because of the unfortunate COVID pandemic. But remember, it's been just over a year now. So a year and three days since the beginning, since the NBA shut down, MLB, NHL, March Madness, all of that was gone. And we're lucky to get it back, but it, it was a weird feeling being one year in, and you're like, it went fast, but when March 11th, I was, I don't want to say sad, but it's like, wow. It's it, it's just a weird, weird feeling. I don't know how to describe it. It's weird. Yeah, I would say that too. And, you know, I think all the same reactions. So, Joe, why don't you kick us off? Why don't you start? What do you remember about that day? March why don't you 11th. Take us- March 11th. It all unraveled at night. I was watching Wednesday night rivalry hockey. And I wasn't at the time watching Oklahoma City play. But I got a tweet notification from someone. I think it might have been Woj or it might have been Shem. Some NBA writer saying, hey, something to look out for in the OKC game right now. Something fishy is going on. Like, oh, that's weird. You never get texts like that that something weird's going on in the game. So I didn't even turn it on that, but I'm watching it and I'm, I'm following it. And then I get the notification from Woj, the famous tweet from Woj at the season suspended. And it kind of like kicks you out of your seat. You don't know what to say. At the NBA, one of the most prominent games in the country, suspended and shut down. It was just a weird feeling. And that night, the Rangers were on the road against Colorado and it seemed like everyone knew like this was this was the last time that we were going to be watching not only hockey and the Rangers but sports for a while. Yeah, well, I'll, Joe, I, I would tell you this. Mine started the morning. Your day was of, a little more eventful than mine. Yeah, well, the morning of, I remember uh, the big story was in the sports world is that the Nets pulled off a massive upset in Staples Center against the Lakers. Yes, <laughs> that, that was the. Uh, that was the big story that day. And I remember the Lakers were coming off two great wins the weekend before. Mm-hmm. And they were playing well. I remember uh, their school. I remember everything was normal up until that point. I was watching the Nuggets and the Mavericks. On NBA that night? night? Yeah. Okay. I was on national TV and I got the the, 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 the notification, bleach report or whatever, saying that the NBA season was going to be suspended. Yep. Well, at that point, uh, at that point, we have had uh, in my school. At that point, we've had a couple of sick people, you know, same centers and all that, a couple days before. So I don't know what was going to happen. And I remember that night. Remember the Kings game got postponed. Why was the Kings uh, Kings game postponed? Really? Was I don't remember that. Yeah, remember, remember. I think the Kings were supposed to play at ten thirty at night. Remember, what said all the games. Oh yes, yes, ahead. all the games after nine o'clock got postponed. Yes. So, but I remember, I think the Canucks were playing that night, so I watched them. Yes, hockey continued that night. Yeah, you know, I was just watching the Canucks game, right? My, my mind wasn't into it. No, absolutely not. And, you know, it just, you know, it felt like the air was out of the building. Yes. And then you go to the next day, and you I go... Yeah, I, 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 I went to school the next day, and it was, it was a topic, but 
it, it all, it's also worth mentioning that. So this all happened on a Wednesday night. On the Monday, I remember going out for dinner with family. And people were complaining that schools were open on, like, some Facebook group. So once that happened, it's like they're going to crack. It's going to happen. They're going to close. So it's to me, on Monday, I kind of knew, all right, stuff's going to go down. But anyway, we get to Thursday, and it all unravels around noon. So I snuck a computer into my English class. I open it up. I'm watching St. John's at Madison Square Garden, the Big East tournament. And I can't, uh, obviously, I'm in school, so I don't have sound on. So at about halfway through the first half or halftime, with some point, everyone walks off the court. The fans are leaving the building. And it took me a second to realize they're, they're canceling this. And the last period of the day for school, I had I had gym class. So I was able to have my phone. I was watching the Yankees-Nationals game, the spring training game in West Palm Beach. And just like with the Canucks game, it felt like the, the wind was out of the air. Like, you know, no one was paying attention to the game. It was like, all right, something is going to happen. And then, of course, you get the tweet that, MLB will be canceling all four o'clock games, or at the time it was three o'clock games. And today's games will finish, but nothing will happen tomorrow and the next day, at least two weeks down. And that's when, all right, this is serious. We gotta, we gotta go home. Yeah, um, I remember what happened was so I was in math class, and this was about ten thirty. And my math teacher, who at that point who never stops for anything during teaching, he actually stopped his class. We know when he stops his class, it's a serious thing. Mm-hmm. He stops his class, and he gets an email, and the email says that, okay, so originally, that Friday, the next day, it was going to be off like a snow day. So you understand what I'm trying to say? Yes. It was going to be off, off. Monday was going to be a, you know, a practice day for virtual learning, just in case. Mm-hmm. So and all that, at that point, it was only a practice day so far. Then uh, that afternoon, um, the higher leadership came out, not St. Joe's, but, you know, people above them, right. saying that the schools are going to be closed for an indefinite period of time. Yeah. And uh, I remember that there was, remember, you have to remember those conference tournaments that were going to go ahead the the next day. They at first said there was going to be no fans. Yes. Then they went on saying, all right, we're going to cancel everything after that. And I remember a couple of days before things were going to happen, because remember the Ivy League canceled? The Ivy League canceled a couple of weeks in advance. Yeah. I, I, and people like, you know, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But then when I heard the Nets and Warriors are going to play with no fans, no then fans, I'm saying yep. something's, you know, Thumbs and, up. you know, and I remember, you know, when the conference tournaments were saying, you know, no fans, it felt like this was it. This is how it all unravels. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I remember watching the eight game at that. I remember the last one the Yankees scored, and I always remember it, is Tyler Wade hitting a home run. Right. Right field. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I will always remember that. And right. I remember it was, it, was a, it was a packed house that day. Mm-hmm. And from now on, you know, the rest is history, man. You know, were you more scared or were you more uncertain? No, about I it? don't think I was scared. I, to to be honest with you, I was kind of, I, not okay with it, but accepting of it. Like, all right, this is what this is what we have to do. We're just gonna we're gonna roll with it and see what happens. That was that was my mindset at least. Mine was, I thought, how long do you think that was gonna last for? If you had to guess, <laughs> dead honest, dude, two weeks. I thought it was going to last for about until, you know, the uh, end of April. Okay. And I remember walking out that day with one of my friends, and I told him, you know, I'll see you in May. And I was like, okay. He says, no, we're out for the rest of the year. That's oh. what he told me. Oh, wow. And 
and he turned out to be right in the end. Yeah. So now two um, things. Number one, what was you? Because you tell me sometimes, but you don't like finish it. What was the story of you at the MAC tournament? And then, oh, and then there was I'll, a positive around the area. What well, when was that? So this was back on March fourth. This mm-hmm. is about a week earlier. Remember, New Rochelle was a hot spot. Yes. right before everything shut down. So I own this in New Rochelle, and the, you know they had a containment zone in parts of New Rochelle. Mm-hmm. Well, we were a half a mile outside of the containment zone, so we were lucky. We didn't we didn't go. The gym wasn't a half a mile that way. Was we would have been in big trouble. Right. So we were half a mile away. It was down the street. And this was a regular season Iona game, or was it was it this a, was a regular season? It was a Friday night, regular season Iona game. Okay, and you went there. Yeah, we weren't even supposed to go to the game, but my dad got out of work early, uh-huh. apparently. Okay. Or, you know, apparently, he got his work done early, and we went. And just to touch on my point, my dad's work actually stayed in for another week after that. Okay. And eventually, everybody got too scared, and that was it. So my dad's work actually stayed in for another three or four days after that. Okay. So, so yeah. I don't know what you I don't know what happened with your parents work, but that No, they they worked it at the entire thing actually, to be honest with you. They, there was there was no really? stopping in there. Yeah, we were lucky with that. They, but they worked from home? My dad did and my mom did. So I'm talking about I'm talking about, you know, I was talking about, you know, laying off and I was talking about did they did they stay in the office or they left home and then... Oh, um no, they weren't home. One went to the office though. One did. So March 11th to March 13th, it's, like a, it's a two-day thing. Because March 11th, the NBA shuts down, it's the beginning. March 12th is when everything else shuts down. And then the 13th is like, or the 13th was when everything shuts down. Like, stores and restaurants and all that stuff. So it was it was a three-day event. That was, it was weird. It, that's the only word I can use, it's weird. Because that's what it, it was. I remember, I remember that Monday or Tuesday, we had to stay at home order. Yes, that that came out a couple days later. So it was, it, it was just, it was just, it's a bizarre time. We still are in a bizarre time. It, it was just a weird, weird, weird time. But you know what? March eleventh this year, and now we're on March fourteenth of this year. The light is like shining at the end of the tunnel. You can see the end. We're getting there. Still have a little bit of work to do, but we we are getting there. And at least things are looking, you know, a little brighter. I think by the summer, I think you'll see things. Hopefully, in the hopefully, listen, and hopefully, you know, you know, Joe, just those, you know, through those times, you know, April and May, it was, you know, it's tough times, but you know, we 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 got through it. You know, it wasn't allowed to watch the TV, but we got through it. With with the TV, horse racing never stopped, right? No, no. And then German soccer came back at the end of April or beginning of May. Monday, I think they. Yeah, did. and then after that, everything else would come out. The EPL came back. The, uh, the Spanish soccer was yeah. La Liga came back. Everything yeah, slow, slow, slowly and steadily, everything began to come back. Yeah, and Joe, to touch on your point, March twelfth that night also, I got an alert saying that the Derby has been moved from May first to the first Saturday in September that year. So the Derby, you said? That's, yeah, that, that that March twelfth they moved to Derby. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. So well, one year in, just a a crazy and ridiculous and- year. And Joe, this, these are one of those days and moments that you'll, oh, you'll absolutely. never forget. Absolutely, you, you 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 remember what you're doing, what you were watching, and what did you react after? You you won't remember what you were doing at mm-hmm. that time. You will always remember where you were, what you were doing. In 30 years, March 11th hits. You think about it. I remember, yeah, absolutely, you know? absolutely, 100. And 
that's a story to tell the future generations. Oh, absolutely. That, that's our thing. That is our our thing to tell. But yeah, anything else in the March 11 stuff? No, it's just that. Can't believe it's been one year. It, it's been a crazy and, and ridiculous year. But we got past the sad and, and all that. And we actually have Yankee baseball to talk about. There we go. Things, things are looking up in, in, in that that fashion. So we haven't did a show since Monday, so we have to catch up on some stuff. But Zach Britton will be out for a couple weeks until at least May. They're saying he's getting a bone ship. Yep, I hear Trevor sighing. It's just it's over and over again. It never stops here. But a bone ship in his pitching elbow is going to get removed. And it puts them at an interesting spot. Because now that wait, other wait, so, Joe, Joe, just to call you time out. Uh, it's not going to be the summer. It could be back early in May. I've I heard at least May. So that means they really don't know. They okay. don't know. But it's at least May. Go ahead. And then, so like I said, with Ottavino gone and Chapman suspended for the first few games of the year, they and put Herman's an interesting the spot. What's up? And Herman suspended the first three. True. He could be in the bowl. I'm talking about like late inning guys. So it puts him at an interesting spot in the late innings. Holy so cow. you're missing your train, by the way. And do you give it to Chad Green? Do you give it to Darren O'Day? And I'll give you before you react. I'll give you one dark horse guy, and you're gonna like this, Johnny Luizaga. I would accept that. Boone has been hinting that Luizaga is gonna get some late inning work. It would not shock me if the first two or three games of the year with Chapman gone and Britton gone, that Luizaga could be the eighth inning guy, and and Green could be closing out the games. I want to get your thoughts on that. How about you win 7 nothing every game, so we have no worries about it. I don't this. want to think about it. You're absolutely right. Um, okay, so I'm going to give you my bullpen, and I'm going to take out the suspensions, okay? Because right. there's only two or three games. So is it fully healthy so, bullpen? Without Britain. Without Britain, okay. I'm going to write it down. Okay, uh, here's what I would choose. You have Chapman. Mm-hmm. You have Green. O'Day. Justin Wilson. By the way, how important is he now? Oh, sorry. Wilson got rocked against the Pirates the other day. How about that? Yeah. One game. I, I don't take into account, but... He, he single-handedly blew that spring training game. Yeah, but he did come back, I think, in a weekend and pitched better. Yes, he did. So he is very so, he is very important now, yes. Yes, so that's four. He was low Isaac is five. I guess Sess is going to make it. Six. Um, seven, I would go with Mike King. And then eight is either Herman or Garcia. It's one of the Herman or Garcia. Right now it's Herman, in my opinion. It's very close. Yeah. Um, um, but, but Joe, my, my question would be is here is, is that so that's my bullpen. I think King would, would make it now. Yeah. Um, well, for that. But, man, it's just, you know, another injury. I mean, holy cow. No, I agree with you. I agree with you on the bullpen. Of, it's, it's, it is another injury. And this is – it's nothing that we haven't seen with this team going down the path of injury after injury after injury. At least we got till the middle of March to get see the first injury. And it's – Thankfully, it's not like Aaron Judge or, or Stan. Oh, that's not true. Clark Schmidt got injured. That's not true. He's not like the, a major piece. Still, I didn't. I didn't have him making the rotation, but he, no. the bullpen is now bat is beat up. Well, I'll tell you this now too. If Britain Schmidt was healthy, I think Schmidt would have made the team now. I think so. Well, was Britain gone? Absolutely. But when you look at the bullpen guys that are down with Chapman, the first three games, Britain's first down. Two. I think he's only two. I think he's only it's two. two now. Okay, so the, however many games it is. Schmidt out, and Herman gone for the. How long is Herman? He's a week. Three games. Three games. So that's so so really that's four of your main bullpen guys out. So, so Joe, right there, if Herman gets the fifth spot, that's that would be not bad because 
Slide right, right, yeah, you can put right in the back of the, at the five. Yeah, uh, truthfully, in my opinion, I think it's very close right now. I would say I get the slightest edges to Garcia. I hope he. I, I'm I'm more of a Debbie fan, so I hope he gets it. I would give it to Herman based on what he's been able to do this spring training. He's been un- how he hasn't been up a run yet, and I, I'll I'll say this: Debbie Garcia got beat up in one start. That's all. But that's I will the, say this, Joe. Yeah, but every time since then, when Herman has uh, pitched a good game, Garcia has responded. But but as of right now, Herman has been the better pitcher than Garcia. I'm yeah, going off of, be, of the best pitcher I find out of spring training, and Herman is the more experienced pitcher, and but, in, but in, the, in the small year, sample size, he's been better. But he does have a year layoff. What's up? He does have a year layoff. He did not pitch all of last year. Garcia we'll see, did. Well, we'll see how that goes, but so far in spring training, he's been great. Do you think it's really close, Joe? I do, but if, if, think, if I had to choose think, someone, I'd choose Herman, and you choose Garcia. Do you think it could swing back to Garcia's favor? Yes. A couple of Ben Herman starts. He's going to get, well, we're, we're two and a half weeks out. He might get two or three more starts, maybe maybe even a fourth one if there's a competition. But in the long uh, run, I don't think I they say, want to see Domingo Herman in the bullpen. I would say this, Joe. I would say whoever they pick, I'm okay with. I think it's very close. Right. Okay. And uh, by the way, Orioles and Michael Franco are finalizing a deal. That's breaking news? Yes, that's that's what John Heyman just tweeted. Joe, I think we should stop the show right now. I think we should, too. Let's just cancel it and and break that down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so one more thing on Britain. He was already going to be behind because he came in. He didn't come into camp, but back in January, he had COVID. So when he came into camp, he was a little slow to get get things going. So he's just been beaten down so far from January to February. Now this... um, I absolutely love Zach Britton. Produces ground balls. Very, very, very effective. He's our most reliable eighth inning guy. Always backing up Chapman. This is gonna. It's, this is not a light blow. This is a big piece out of the bullpen taken out. I, I would say this, Joe. After the first three games, I think it won't be as bad because you get some of the suspended. At guys least you back. get Chapman back, and and depending what they do with Herman and all that. And yeah. Schmidt is uh, what? What did we say Schmidt was? A week and a half was, into the season. Yeah, but I think Boone said a week ago he was going to resume throwing in a yes. week, so it should be But soon. I still don't think that's enough for him to get ready to come off the roster. Yeah, I think I a week think into so. the season. Hey, by the way, speaking of which, Joe, I, uh, the Severino report with the fastballs, I'm very pleased with that. Yes, I saw he started throwing already. Yeah, um, that, you know, earlier than expected. That'll be nice if we get him back by, by June or July. Yeah. That would be great. He, he, he's, like, he's, he's like trading for someone. But he's Joe, a great addition. I, but, Joe, I also said this a week ago to you. There's a guy out in the free agent market we should sign. How about Shane Green? Shane and you Green. said that was a great point. I think it was good too, but the only pushback I have against Shane Green is these are short-term injuries and suspensions. By the time you get to May, hopefully Britain's back, then Shad Green won't have a spot in the Yankees' eyes. No, I think he make. I think he should get an over Sessa. I'll agree with you. With I'll agree. I'm sure you agree with me there. But mm-hmm. the Yankees don't see it that way. But Joe, I- I'm thinking this too. Well, first off, uh, you, you you got Mike King, and so, so Britain's going to replace him. Which, or whoever, whoever's going to get King, Nelson, whoever. Mm-hmm. When Britain comes back, he's going to get replaced. Well, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use your list. I'm going to cross off Chapman. We're going to cross off Herman. And who else did we say? Well, obviously, Britain's Britain. not going to be there. And there's one more. Schmidt that we don't Schmidt. even have written on here. So it's two open spots. One of them will probably be Nelson. Maybe another one's Albert Abreu. King? I have King on here. You wrote King down. Okay. Maybe um, Albert Abreu? Maybe, yeah. Ooh. 
Yeah. Uh, I think Shane Green. <laughs> if, if they could get Shane Green for a month, that'd be nice. But Joe, I would say this year too. Even when Britain comes back, if you can keep Shane Green with Britain, that's a dire that's great. Open. I would absolutely love that. But the Yankees are not going to part ways with Lee Sessa for some reason. Their fascination with well, Lee Sessa is stopping them from getting one of the best pitchers in the last five years. I right, about this. So what, when everybody comes back, so you have those guys. So Chapman will take out Nelson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Herman, Herman will take out, out uh, Abreu or whoever that. Well, whoever makes be, it. Yeah. Okay. So now you're down to King. Do you so think say, Do you think Schmidt takes King's spot? Yes. Okay. So let's just say Shane Green gets signed. Are you okay with Green over Schmidt? Um, I guess. I would like to see Shane. I would like to be see Clark Schmidt, but I can't argue against what Shane Green's been able to do. Okay. Past so few let's years. take him. So then, Joe, if Britain comes back. You gotta take Sess out. He's gotta go. He absolutely has to go. And you're looking at the bullpen then with Chapman, Green, O'Day, Holy Wilson, Lewisaga, Shane Green, Zach Britton. Who am I, am I forgetting someone? <laughs> it is. And that Justin is Wilson. that is our dream and Justin that is our dream bullpen right now. Make it happen, Cashman. I'm telling you, I think they might sign him. Yeah, I think they should. I think I think they might sign him. I think they should, but will they? No. Ooh, I don't know. But I would say this to you, Joe. With Schmidt and all that in Britain, even if they don't sign Green, that's a great problem to have. Yes, I'll tell you that. Absolutely. And I, you love to have those problems. I, I absolutely agree. Okay. Anything else on Britain? No, it's just that Joe. Uh, what do you talk about Andujar? That's what I wanted to get to next is Andujar, who's had hand soreness. And we're going to get more info either tomorrow or Tuesday from, from the manager. And with Andujar, I'm starting to feel bad for him. It's just like it's a never ending saga with the injuries or getting, or getting taken over by Drew or Shella. But you texted me this this morning. I completely agree. We knew this. Andujar is on the outside looking, and everyone knows that. Everyone would agree with you there. So it doesn't impact the Yankees' plans, but it does take out some of their depth. Yeah, and Joe, I was just going to ask you this question right now based on the performances. If you're, if Andujar was healthy, I didn't no. see him making it. Did you? No, absolutely not. So so the Yankees' injury slash suspension, sorry, Clark Schmidt, mm-hmm. who's not going to be out for too long. No. For the season. Yeah. Uh, and Tuha is unknown. Uh-huh. We have who's the other guy I'm missing? We have Herman uh, and Chapman. Herman and Chapman suspended. Yes, and, and Britain. And Britain. So again, besides from Britain, I don't really see you know Schmidt yeah, a little bit. Uh, I'm just happy. I'm just happy we're gonna get him back in, in the first week of the season. Yeah, but besides Britain, I don't really see a major major blow. Yeah, me neither. Everything no else offense. is temporary, and we'll get him back pretty soon. Well, yeah, the suspensions are two or three games. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I really don't – because Schmidt is not a major blow. No offense to him. And Duhar, I didn't see making it anyway. No, no one saw it. Let me once once Urshela came here and took over his job, Duhar lost his spot. But let me ask you that question. Did you did you see Schmidt making it if he was healthy? Who, Clark Schmidt? Mm-hmm. Probably. I think, Probably I think it would have been – yeah, it would have been close, though. Yeah, it definitely would have been But I would close. say this. If he made it, he, if he made it, it would have been the last spot. Yes. No, I agree with you there. Okay, that's all the Yankee stuff I got. You got anything else? No. All right, so now we're the Mets. We got to touch on. There's only a couple things going on. The first one is Jeff McNeil, and I wanted to see if you were concerned with him because right now he's hitting no seventy one with three errors to his name. So, in your opinion, is this going to carry over into the regular season? And are you worried about Jeff McNeil? Joe, uh, my response is: uh, When does the season start? April first. I will care when after <laughs> April first when it happens. Well, that was going to be my point. Is I'm not going to write this guy off and. In spring training. 
I only care about the guys who are not locks. Okay. And you think he's so, a lock, yeah. Well, if he's not a lock, then we got an issue more yeah, than that. Right, yeah. Um But you but, but I mean listen, you don't you don't like Luis Rojas. I am not a fan of his. I, I Why? just I don't know. I just feel like people above him are pulling the I really don't think he's the manager. I think he's kind of a puppet for uh uh, um, the front for the owner, yeah. So you, you, so again, you don't like Luis Rojas. Got it. Yes. So the one thing I will say on McNeil is that this is not the normal Jeff McNeil, nor will it be by the time the season starts. We all know he's a world class hitter, and you would be insane. You would be crazy if you think this is how Jeff McNeil is going to play all year. And he hitting point seventy one with all those errors to his name. Look, look, Joe. You know, maybe may, maybe when he starts this, maybe maybe the first week or two will be a little slow. Mm-hmm. But I think if anything, they will pick it up after that. Yes, but I don't. The New York Post articles coming out telling me how Jeff McNeil's got the slow start in spring training and how it's going to carry over the season. And that's why I don't have Twitter, so I don't have to read that stupidity. <laughs> it's terrible. By the way, a little update on Twitter. I have gotten suspended again. This time, not permanently though. Just for a little while. Oh, what happened again now? No, so this is not, it's not even my fault, Trevor. So I woke up this morning to oh boy. a tweet from one of my friends who I know in, 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 in person. He you tweeted, know, what's up? You don't have to say it, Joe. You don't want to say it. That's right. No, that's right. He tweeted out the word Memphis. Okay? Okay. Got that down? Memphis? Yeah. Under the tweet. Hold on. Let me, let me type that in. Memphis. Hold Memphis. Go ahead. Yeah, remember that word. Okay. Under the tweet, it said, this tweet has been flagged. So, me being me, I'm like, hey, I gotta oh, try yes, this. I see what right here. Twitter users flag bugger accounts are banned if they tweet Memphis. I see yeah. it right here. So, me being me, I tweet out Memphis, because why not? I have been locked from Twitter for 12 hours. <laughs> I have not been able to use it all day, and I will not be able to until around midnight tonight. Oh boy! But you, see, see, I don't have Twitter anymore because I think it's a lot of just stupidity. It is. See, I get a lot of my news from Bleach Report. Okay, that's your like news so, source. Yeah, and Bleach Reports and, and Instagram. But I gotta tell you, dude, Twitter is like it's up to date. It's it's easy. Oh, Instagram. To use. It, I mean, I mean, you know, when I get when you send me the alerts from Twitter, Instagram comes out two minutes later. So, but I get it two two minutes earlier than you. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but I I like to have a two minute center. I don't have to go through all that stupidity. I it's just get lot, the news. It's a lot of stupidity. It is. I just get the news and that's it. But hey, I get my news two minutes earlier than Trevor, so I get I get the bragging rights this time. You do. Yeah. So one more thing on the Mets is that the fifth spot for the rotation, like we said, might be up for grabs. Might. And today, David Peterson pitched, and there were no Yankees on today, so the Mets got the main TV today. So I had a little time to, to sit down and spend some time with New York Mets. David Peterson started the game off pretty well. Got two quick outs. And after that, he started getting hit hard. Once Yadi yeah. Molina came up, he got hit hard. So this does not affect David Peterson's path to the fifth spot in the rotation. But it is worth noting that Yamamoto and Joey Lucchesi, all of these guys are still competing with him. And mm-hmm. I think in the end, Peterson gave up two or three runs. Nothing crazy. But he was hit hard, and this guy is not a lock. David Peterson is not a lock for the Mets rotation. Right. Would I like to see him? Yes. But Joey Lucchesi and Jordan Yamamoto fight for the same spot, and your Yamamoto's look pretty good so far in spring training. I haven't right. seen much of Lucchesi. Go ahead. Uh, I would say 
three things I got, and two questions are for you. One, I think the Mets rotation at the ground, I think, and fans don't like this, but I think it's questionable. We saw, my yeah. you, you get a lot of hate for your Met comments, first of all, but especially your Met thing. rotation comments do not sit well Met fans. Just, just for the record. I, I know the fans are not happy, but that's just my opinion. Uh, but I got, <laughs> I, I got two other things. By the way, for now on, I'll, I'll be forwarding all the Mets comments to you. So, so okay. you can you can handle with the hate mail. Two, two, two things left, I just want to say. First off, uh, quick thoughts about Jose Martinez out. How long is he out for? I didn't, I didn't get the— Four months, thing. I think. Four months? Yeah. Oh, wow. He was competing for, uh, for a bench spot, and he hits lefty so good, I thought he would definitely be one of them to make it. But, wow, I did not see that. Four yeah. months is a lot. Uh, wow. Second, second thing is, what is your—what um, is he going to say now? Holy cow. I forgot what I was going to say. Trevor forgot what he was going to say. Holy The, the Mets fans I, will be over you for this one. Um, man, Something about the rotation? Uh, not about the rotation. Bullpen. Yes, bullpen's questionable. That's uh, is, that, is that what you were going to say? The bullpen's questionable? Yeah. So that's all I got for the Mets. Okay. Yeah. Well, the Mets are not a lot of news in the Mets. Well, four months for Jose Martinez or something else. And I thought, I like I said, I thought he'd be one to break the roster and make, and, and, and make the team. But... He was also he wasn't gonna get a starting job, but him off the bench with no DH against a lefty pitcher could be deadly. That's yes. what Jose Martinez brings. So, All right. so we are now what two and a half weeks from opening day. Pretty, we're getting pretty close. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's head over to the NBA now. Nets won last night against Detroit. Thank God, by the way, we're not playing Detroit in the playoffs. It seems like every time the Nets play Detroit, it's like a super close game till the final minute. Oh, boy. But listen, they 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 won one hundred ninety five. And like I said, they're always gonna give the Nets trouble in the past. I don't know what it is. They have our number. They love to lo- just love to bust our balls and, and give us trouble. But the story of the game again, James Harden. This trade's paying off so far. I was one of the biggest criticizers of the trade. You know that I did not like it. I don't think you did oh, either. Yeah. So when, when we win a championship, I'll be waiting for you to apologize too. By the way. Oh. All right. All right. <laughs> you should be more, more apologizing here. I, I I said I wasn't a fan, but you were, you know. Stone I didn't like it, against. but but it's it's looking good so far. It'll be a success when they win a championship. I firmly believe that, and I will hold that until they do All win right. a championship. But you can't deny that he's come here and been oh, the agree. difference maker and why they're winning he's games been... left and right. Oh, yes. Yes. But to me, that's not the story that that's so far. That's one of the stories. Mm-hmm. But you know what my other story is? What? It's the guy that's not on the court right now. Blake Griffin. No, he's not. I have. Where's KD? I don't, I don't know where KD is. I don't know, man. Uh, you gotta make, you gotta make your. Uh, I, I, I'm not telling you. This seems to be more serious than what they're saying. Okay, I'm gonna fire that back at you. Where's, where's, where's AD? Well, I think you got a cool point there too. <laughs> I think, I think there's two positive things. I was like, one, it's not another four weeks; it's another two weeks. Okay. And he's gonna start ramping up activities. I was told, Trevor. A couple days, so that's good. And another thing is the doctors I haven't done anything yet. I was told by my coach, Steve Nash, that Kevin Durant will be ready to go right after the All-Star break. We are now two games into the uh, to the second half of the season. Still no Kevin Durant. I don't know well, where he is. Uh, gonna be fine. At least the Lake No, at least the Lakers haven't lied. No, they haven't lied exactly, but they are hiding it they, from you. 
Yeah, but at least they have a line saying he's going to be ready. But I would say this, Joe. At least, at least AD is ramping up activities a little bit. Kevin Durant. I don't know what Kevin Durant's doing. He's he's at home playing golf or watching TV or whatever. So he's not playing basketball. I would, I would be more concerned about KD than AD right now. No, because I don't think KD's injury is going to keep him out for more than two weeks. I think he will be back by. I, I I'll give him. I'll give him a long call. I'll give him next weekend. He'll be back. I don't know, man. I, I'm just saying. I think it's a little bit serious than most people. Well, I, I think it's more serious, obviously. They said a hamstring does not take this long to, to heal unless the hamstring is like completely torn, which I hope is not true because you agree that the Nets are not winning a championship without Kevin Durant. Oh, I agree. No, I agree. definitely and, not. And Joe, how about that nice fourth quarter defense Friday night and a comeback in Staples Center? Yes, yes, yes. So, against the stingy uh, Pacers. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the Lakers in a second. One more thing I want to say on Harden. Is that I forgot? So no, yeah. Since he's come to to Brooklyn, he's averaging a triple double. He had he had another one last night. It's like the numbers he's putting up in in, in black and white. It's it's unbelievable. Uh, the triple doubles left and right, twenty five plus points a game. The rebounds, the assists. It's like it's otherworldly. But the Brooklyn Nets have James Harden, and it's 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 still like fascinating to me that they got him, and it's it. it it's just crazy. I, I I love it. I absolutely love it. But again, the trade is not successful. They win it a championship. Yep. All right, Lakers. What you got in them? Uh, well, here's what I would say. Mm-hmm. Two things. Two things. Uh, one great, great defense, by the way. What a yes. comeback victory. Yes. And like I said before, it's another guy stepping up every day. How about Kuzma with twenty points? Yeah. And yeah. the other thing is, how about Damian Jones out of nowhere? He's been a, not a bad player. Not too bad. Not too bad. Hey, you know what? For a filling guy, I, I would say that's acceptable. I mean, wouldn't you agree? Mm-hmm. So I would say, of course, I want AD, but I'm telling you, well, Marcus Aldridge, that's the guy the Lakers should go after. Yeah, I, yeah, I, might, I heard they might give, they, it, they might uh, call about him. And again, I would not trade him for a ridiculous price. I'm not trading two first rounders for the guy that's off the table. Would you rather, would you rather Aldridge or Drummond? Uh, Aldridge, then I like Hassan Whiteside too. But you can get Drummond for, for essentially nothing. Yes. I would say this, but Aldridge is a better player. Obviously, but you have to take into account. But, what if the Rockets were like a third round, or a second round pick for him, or a first round pick? Yeah, I would. That's not bad. But I mean, wouldn't you agree, Joe? I would not. Two first rounds. I would say I would not. It has yeah, to be a reasonable on. price for which I'm not going. I'm not going all in a box. By the way, Trevor, the Devils just beat the Islanders three to two in overtime. Oh, there's eight game in a row. Done. Eight, eight games are done. Ha ha. Sorry, I hate the Islanders. Go ahead. So that's all I got to say. But Joe, the other thing I would say is, you know, this team with AD out has not been great. But since they've gotten Schroeder back, the team has at least looked better. Well, listen, listen. You come back from break. Remember, you said they needed the break. You're winning by yeah. five. They they're playing tomorrow, right? Because they got another. They said she got another break after this. And they got two day break then back to back. They got Warriors okay, and T yeah. Wolves. So that's tomorrow on on NB, or excuse me on ESPN ten thirty. I know you're upset by that. You got two back-to-back 10-30 games. Wow. I'm, I'm calling out the league right after. Yeah, the show, Cole, so. league, Cole Silver. I'm sure he loves to take that I, call. I, I am. So. One more thing <laughs> on the NBA. I wanted to touch on this. Well, the, the, Joe, the other thing I would say is, too, is you have to remember this, too. Uh, the other thing for the Lakers is no Marcus Saul, so when they get him back, that will certainly mm-hmm. help, too. Right, so you guys are all beat up right now. It's insane. Because he's, he's a uh, – he, he doesn't score a lot, but he's a great uh, right. a passer. Oh, I would yeah. say that. But it's, it's unbelievable how beaten up you guys got. But, but, but don't worry, man. From a couple weeks ago to now, we're getting there. Yeah. I wanted to get your thoughts on one more thing because we, we've barely talked about it. How the Houston Rockets have lost 15 games in a row? 
It's like oh, wow. they, they have collapsed. Honor collapsed this hard and left. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's unbelievable. <laughs> the reason I was pausing, I had no words. <laughs> it's, it's kind of it's ridiculous, right? They play that against Boston. You're not going to get a win there. Yeah. But uh, since we do a night show, I get to update everyone on the games. So Spurs and Sixers. The Sixers are winning six, not, uh, six, 60 to 52 right now at halftime. Uh, let's see what we got here for these things. Without Embiid now, because he had the hyperextended leg. He's going to take him out for a while. What else is new? Yeah, it looks like the starting lineup's contributing. Everyone but Simmons has double digits. And, and Tony Bradley, but he's a center, so who cares on that? Everyone there has double digits. Uh, What have we got over here? Derek White is 15 for the Spurs. So, again, 60-52 at halftime. Let's see the game it's on right now. Heat and Magic at the end of the first. Ma- uh, heat up 22-19. The Heat have slowly and steadily begin climbing back up the standings. It happened. Yeah. And so we'll see what happens. Yeah, not, not nothing crazy out of there. So, yeah, I, I like that when we do the night shows, we can do the – oh, by the way, in this Devil Islander game, they're now reviewing it for the goal for offsides. So Uh-oh. This game might still be going on, so we'll, we'll update you on that. Anyway, so, yeah, that's what we got on, on, on NBA. And then, Trevor, we have horse racing and the EPL that I want you to cover. So what we got you – can, you can choose where you want to start. Well – uh, I would say, first of all, uh, EPL. How about how about how about the, well, the Arsenal, game today? The, the game today, win. yeah. I mean, that was unbelievable. Big upset, man. Arch rivals. Eh. Uh, so you know that that that's always good. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, I would say that uh, we do have a game tomorrow. Wolves and Liverpool. That's a good game. Mm-hmm. That's that's the, that's and, your game. And yeah, and uh, on the other side, we have a couple of Kentucky Derby posts this weekend. And I heard that tomorrow, or in a couple of days, or whatever a week, whatever, we're going to be the the Trojan Dogs going to be having meetings with the Kentucky held officials to see if they can get more fans for the Derby. When so is when is the carnival, like the carnival? Two weeks from yesterday. So two weeks. Is that the same day as opening day? March twenty seventh. No, no, that's the, that's the week before or a couple so, of days before. Okay. So always, always when I hear talks about more fans, it always excites me. Right. So. By the way, this play looks like it's all sides. Oh, so it looks like this game is going to continue. Uh, as of right now, the Islanders' eight-game win streak has been snapped. So they did for a while win eight in a row. I'm still trying to see. They're going to get us. They're going to get us an answer in a second. But I'll give you this: the goaltending for for the Islanders have been crazy at home. We're going to get a word on this right now. I was trying to decipher no play-by-play because that's illegal. Uh, I just want to watch his hand motions. No goal. We're going to play on. Okay. So the the eight game win streak stays alive for the Islanders at, for the time being. For now, for the yeah, for now they got they're in overtime, so that three minutes to go in overtime, I think we'll be out of here by then. But they have won eight in a row right now, and a lot of it's to do with how a goaltending. It's been Sor- uh, Sorokin and and uh, I'm forgetting the San- not Sansonov, I'm forgetting his name Varlamov. Sorry, I'm from, I don't know why his name's evading my head. But Varlamov's been the best goalie in the league so far. I have I'm lucky enough to have him on my fantasy team. I'm sure again you're missing the train. But I've been lucky enough to have my fantasy team. The goalies there have been absolutely great, and that's the key to why they've won eight in a row. And there are a couple of Islander fans calling for, for Taylor Hall. That would be interesting to see if they can get him because they do need desperately someone who could score, score goals. Let's, remember last year they traded for Pajot, and this year the guy, might, the guy to get might go and be um, Taylor Hall. As for the Rangers, no words, dude. Absolutely no words. It's 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 regression. After regression, and the coach especially, regression. 
David Quinn, he's probably on his way out of the team if he's playing like this. Because you cannot have a team full of young kids like this play garbage hockey like they've been doing. It's unacceptable. And if they keep playing another week or two of this, I do think that David Quinn might be heading out the door. But they like him, so it's going to be tough for him to do it. But it's it's unacceptable they, the way they've been playing defense, how they don't score, how bipolar they are when it comes to scoring and playing defense. And it's not fair to the goalies. It's not fair to Georgiev. I know – excuse me. It's not fair to um, Igor. It's, it's not fair to Georgiev who's hurt right now. It's not fair to any of them that there's no consistent – and there's no there's no consistency and there's no communication between the goal scorers and the defense. It's not fair. Sorry, I went on a little rant there, Trevor. No, it's okay. Yeah, Everybody I gotta, goes I gotta let rants. it out. And then we gotta we'll, we'll close it with this. Unless you want, do you want to touch on that? Oh, you did a good job, John. I'm gonna let it way it is. Sorry, I've been I've been holding that in for a while. But we gotta retire with the news of the day is and Drew Brees retiring. So what are your thoughts on that? It'll be missed surely. And we're starting to see that era of quarterbacks start heading out the door. Except for yeah. Tom Brady, who's going to play for another two years. That guy's going to play for as long as he lives. But that that era of quarterbacks, it was Rivers, who, who retired earlier, and now Breeze. It's starting to slowly fade away. But anything else, Trevor? That's it, man. All I got is I got, I got whips for dinner, so. Yes. Okay. <laughs> We're going to be back Thursday to do brackets and all the other stuff. So everyone wish Trevor good ribs and all of that. This has been the MDM <laughs> Podcast.